G'day guys and welcome to another episode of the Coach Mark Carroll podcast. It's been a little while. I think it's been about two months since the last episode. I've had um a fair bit of work on. I traveled to America for a few weeks with my partner. So it's been on the back burner whilst running a business, multiple businesses between Coach Mark Carroll and Carroll Performance. But we are back. Got a a lot of things planned the next few months with podcasts. So first one back today. So I want to get onto a topic that I get so often. It is how to break a fat loss plateau. Something I'm asked over and over again. Obviously, I have trained people for many, many years and having trained people, having people do my programs through Coach Mark Carroll, something that always arises inevitably is my progress has slowed down. My calorie deficit is no longer working. I'm no longer losing fat at the rate I once was, or I'm not losing at all. I've lost a lot of weight and now I'm just totally plateauing. So firstly, when it comes to fat loss, it is perfectly normal for fat loss to slow down. This is something people freak out about. Plateaus are normal. Plateaus happen in all aspects of life, strength training, um, muscle building, and rate of fat loss. It's normal. So something what we try to do when we lose weight is to obviously try and lose weight in a way that's as as pleasant and manageable as possible. So for the most part, majority of people will be trying to lose weight on as many calories as possible. So for example, the common kind of used calorie deficit is at that 20% calorie deficit mark. So if you're on 2000 calories as your TDE, your maintenance, a 20% deficit would be a 400 calorie reduction. So 1600 calories. The goal obviously is to here lose weight on as many calories as possible. So you're using 1600 calories here, for example, with a 20% deficit. So if you went, say, 1,200 calories, you would lose more weight because you're eating far fewer calories. So you're creating a larger calorie deficit. But it's also, for a lot of people, not going to be as pleasant and as easy to adhere to. So this is why we often use a higher amount of calories, but obviously enough to still lead to a nice sustained rate of fat loss. So... When you are obviously dieting on as many calories as possible, you're creating a calorie deficit, yes. But inevitably, you're more likely to have um, rate of fat loss slow down because no matter what, as you lose weight, your um, the calories that you expend majority of the time, 99.9% of the time, will um, lower. So if you're dieting on 1,600 calories... <laughs> on a 20% deficit versus someone who's dieting on 1200 calories on a larger deficit, you will experience probably a slower rate of fat loss or more quickly experience no fat loss potentially because you are closer to your TDE. So just think of it like this. If you're on 2000 calories and one, you and your twin, one's on 2000 or you both TDEs 2000, your maintenance, if you're on 1,600 calories and your twin is on 1,200 calories, 
because you're closer to your maintenance, when cal- when you start to lower your metabolic rate and expend less, obviously, because you're closer to that reduction, it's going to be more likely that your rate of fat loss will slow down. So if the person who is on 1,200 calories, let's say their TDE lowers from 2,000 to 1,800, they've still got that 600 calorie difference. So they're still in a strong calorie deficit. Whereas the person who's eating more food, because they're so much closer to their TDE, when things lower, it's going to impact rate of fat loss. So this is normal. This is fine. And it doesn't mean that you have to go eat 800 calories. Because if you can lose weight on high calories, fantastic. And so a good kind of plan of attack, especially when you're not in a hurry, if I've got someone who needs to look a certain way in four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks or whatever, we'll go a bit more aggressive. But if you've got as much time and you're not in a rush, the more calories you can lose on, the better. It's going to be more sustainable, more easy to adhere to. But inevitably, it's probably going to be more likely that you're going to reach fat loss plateaus. That's fine. So why, why do we plateau? So what is something I find with all my messages, questions and stuff like that is that people freak out about plateaus or they really, really get disheartened when they happen. And it it's really important to understand that this is normal. It's not that your calorie deficit is broken. It's not that a calorie deficit doesn't work. When you have a lower rate of fat loss or it slows down to almost no fat loss, this is your body basically doing its survival defense mechanism, which is going to be what we call adaptive thermogenesis or more commonly known as metabolic adaptation. The more weight you lose or longer you diet, which generally coexists coexists with more weight you lose, the more you are more likely to expend less calories. Your body, for the most part, doesn't obviously like dieting. It doesn't want you to get super, super lean. So this is why people who say compete and they have to get to super, super human low body fat, they commonly experience a lot of metabolic adaptation because their body is fighting them to get super lean. So metabolic adaptation or lowered rate of fat loss comes from a few things. So the first thing I want you to realize is when you weigh weigh less or when you weigh more, you expend more calories. When you weigh less, you expend less calories. Sounds simple, but it's something I don't think we process and understand enough. And why this matters is because if you're 100 kilos and then lose 20 kilos, then of course you're going to have a lower rate of fat loss if your calories kind of stay the same upper level. Because by losing weight, naturally you're going to expend less calories. So your total calorie expenditure is very much linked to your total body mass. So this is why when you set your TDE, when you're doing your calculations, and if you're not sure how to set your TDE, use it on my website, guys. So when you set your TDE, you're doing it off your current weight. So we give you your weight, your body fat. So this is why we ask for your weight. So someone sets their TDE at 100 kilos versus someone who sets it at 80 kilos. They're going to have a different calorie intake. 
So just like that person starting 100 calorie, um, 100 kilos, if you lose 10 kilos, then it's natural that you're going to have your calorie expenditures lower. And that's something really important to understand. So people freak out because it's like, oh my God, I'm not losing weight at the same rate now. Well, yeah, because you've already lost 10 kilos. So you need to account for this when working out your calorie deficit. And then we can look at metabolic adaptation. So with metabolic adaptation, this is basically your body's defense mechanism to weight loss. Otherwise, we would get, obviously, well, our body is not really, wasn't exactly created to get lean for kind of bikini competitions and bodybuilding, stuff like that. We have metabolic adaptation kicked in because of things like famine and stuff like that. When our body is over the years, thousands and thousands and thousands of years, when we're struggling to get enough calories in and we're trying to fight for survival to get through periods of famine, what our body wants to do is preserve energy. So via metabolic adaptation, it's your body recognizing that you are not eating as many calories, you are losing weight. So what your body does is is it actually purposely slows down the calories that you expend. So you do this because your body wants you to actually need less calories. Your body wants you to be more efficient with the calories you consume. By doing this, your body is going to get better at running on lower calories. When you get more efficient at running on lower calories, you expend less calories. So that whole metabolic adaptation, it's its annoying when you're trying to lose weight, but it's also actually a defense mechanism your body has set in to keep us alive in periods of um, under eating, especially in long periods of time. So this is where people commonly confuse starvation mode with metabolic adaptation. So metabolic adaptation, yes, you'll expend less calories, but you can still very much lose weight. It's just that you're expending less calories, your body, to try and make it harder for you to lose weight because your body wants to keep you alive. Why this matters is because when you're dieting, we've got a couple of things then happening. If you lose 10 kilos, A, you're weighing less, so you expend less calories, and then B, via metabolic adaptation, because your body recognizes that you're losing considerable amount of weight, it starts to expend less calories. So if, for example, if that TDE was 2,000 calories to begin with, or say 100 kilos body weight, because you're now 90 kilos, again, these calories are an example, because you're now 90 kilos, most likely your TDE would be, say, 1850 calories. Then through um, metabolic adaptation, your body is purposely slowing down metabolic rate. So we're say dropping another 150, 200 calories. So through weight loss and metabolic adaptation, we're now burning 350 or so calories less. Why does this matter? Because originally with our 2000 calorie example, if you were on 1600 calories to begin with, now that you're burning 300 calories less, your 1600 calories are is basically your TDE from your current position of dieting. So 2,000 minus, say, 350, there's 1,650. So 50 calorie difference between your current calorie intake and your current TDE from dieting. So this is why, obviously, you're not going to be losing weight 
because you're not actually in that calorie deficit. You're no longer in that 400 calorie deficit that you once were at the start. So this doesn't mean a calorie deficit doesn't work. This means that you're no longer in a calorie deficit. So it's kind of like the goalposts are moving. So what was once a calorie deficit is now no longer a calorie deficit or a sufficient calorie deficit to trigger the rate of fat loss that you want. This is really, really important to understand because then when you understand this, this is then when you start to not freak out as much and be like, oh my God, my body is fucked. My hormones are fucked and whatnot. When you start to understand these things are just a natural byproduct of weight loss and dieting, you start to think a little bit differently and process information and go, you know what? It's not the end of the world. I remember... I remember hearing at a presentation once, I, I forget who said it, but it was on the difference between like a a rookie, like a first timer versus like an expert in their field. And they were basically saying that someone new or inexperience when they reach a plateau in life they freak out they think it's the end of the world life's over they can't do it and it's the worst thing in the world so that's like a beginner someone who's totally new to something so then someone who has experience when they reach a plateau they go well you know what this is normal life happens you're not always going to progress so it's not the end of the world but then someone who's really, really experienced and a master at their craft, when they reach a plateau, they then go, cool, normal. Now I'm going to make changes and I have the strategies and the mechanisms to continue to progress. It's not only do I understand and recognize that I'm plateauing, but I have the tools to create momentum again. And that's what, for me as a coach, I do over and over and over again when I work with clients to get them, you know, incredible condition to win bikini comps and amazing transformations. And this is why it's really important to understand these things because as soon as you understand why you're no longer losing weight at the same rate of rate you were, it becomes really simple to then figure out how to continue losing weight. So we can use that scenario of the person no longer losing weight at 1600 calories then what can we do? So what we just need to do if, and I, I want to say that this is if the person is tracking accurately, they're spot on with their training, they're spot on with their nutrition, they're consistent with all the little things, they're tracking every single bite and sip of whatever they're having. So if they're doing all these things, then how do we break through that fat loss plateau? Well, we need to continue to create a calorie deficit pretty simple what we did at the start to lose weight we created a calorie deficit now things have changed a little bit we're weighing less so we're expending less calories we have metabolic adaptation kick in so we're expending less calories again so that means our base maintenance has been lowered therefore we need to then lower our calorie intake pretty simple so we need to continue to create a negative energy balance which is a calorie deficit. So there's a few ways we can um, we can create 
a calorie deficit or at least break through this plateau. So we've got our calories in and then we've got our calories out. So calories in, pretty simple. I'm sure many of you guys will understand calories in. It means consume less calories. So if you say uh, maintaining at uh, not losing weight on 1600 calories, a simple fix could be to drop calories 200 to then create a calorie deficit once again to it account for the lowered um, TDE or your current TDE where you're maintaining. So we drop calories by 200 to create an, a negative energy balance once again. Or you can also look at increasing calories out. So increasing calories out is going to be things like your steps, your cardio. You could potentially um, increase your training volume or add a bit more metabolic work through your resistance training to increase calorie expenditure. So these are the two variables you basically want to look at. Do you want to decrease calories in? Do you want to increase your calories expended? Okay. So these are the two basic tools you have to play with. You could decrease calories in and also increase cal um, cardio. So increase calories out, or you can choose one or the other. Sometimes you might just choose um, decreasing calories as the first step. And then the next step, you plateau a little bit again, then you increase calories and you add um, some cardio or increase your steps. So this is where, you know, for myself, getting clients really, really lean, it's really important to understand this. And this is why I, one of my favorite sayings is don't play all your cards at once. So what I mean by that, and I say this to my clients all the time, I used to, I was saying it to my client, Emily Hearn, who um, won her bikini WBFF, the Australian bikini show the, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And she dropped, I think 16, 17 kilos in her comp prep, which is a lot for a, a woman who's obviously not a big person. So for her to lose that much weight, naturally, obviously, things weren't always flying. We had to make changes. But this is why where her calories started, her prep, I think her calories started around 1550, but then they finished around 1200 when she was only 53 kilos. So she started on 1550 calories and I think finished at 1200. So as you can see, her calories in progressively lowered and lowered and lowered. We didn't just go, all right, here's 1,550 calories and then 16 weeks later or whatever and 16 kilos down, we're on the same calories. Calories lowered. This is always expected. Likewise, when we started her prep for her show, her steps were, I think, 10,000 and I don't think we did cardio the first two, three weeks. So she had 10,000 steps and no cardio. That's where she started. But when we finished her comp prep before she went on stage and won her comp, her steps were around thirteen to 14,000 and her cardio was, I think, three or so sessions a week. So as you can see, her starting point of 1550 calories finished at around 1200. Her starting cardio of no cardio finished around three to four cardio sessions a week. Her starting steps was around 10,000 steps and then she finished around 12 to 14,000 steps. So this is really important to understand because so often people start at that 15, say, for example, with uh, use Emily as an example. Let's say we just started at 1550 and we did no cardio and steps at 10,000. She would she lost weight, but inevitably she would have slowed down and slowed down and slowed down 
and then potentially not lost or lost very slowly. So this is why I kept making changes. And I didn't just go from 1,500 to 1,200 calories after two, three weeks. Every, say, three, four weeks, I would make a change. I might drop calories by 100, 125, and then we added one cardio session in. Then we added steps, went from 10 to 11,000 steps. Then a couple of weeks later, she, um, after progressing, it slowed down. We went to two cardio sessions. And then a couple of weeks later, we dropped calories again, 100. This is why it's important to just think of fat loss as being a mechanism of calories in and calories out. If you are plateauing, look at your calories and think, what can I do? How can I continue to create a calorie deficit? I can either increase how many calories I expend by moving more, doing cardio, or I can decrease calories consumed, so eat less calories. These are the two things, basically, I just play with. I can push training more. I can push cardio more. I can decrease cows more. As soon as you understand this, it makes it things a lot simpler. It's not so confusing. It's not, uh, oh, my God, all is lost. I don't know how to um, lose weight. If you were losing weight, fantastic. You know you can lose weight. If you start to slow down, and fat loss slows down, it just means that you're expending less calories and you're no longer, what was once a calorie deficit is no longer a sufficient calorie deficit. All you need to do is make changes either through those calories out or through those calories in. Understand this and you're going to be in a great position to A, not freak out when you plateau, B, recognize that plateaus are normal, and then C, have the tools to break through those plateaus and continue that momentum. So in summary, guys, when you lose weight, yes, you will lose weight often on, um, it's good to lose weight on more calories, but the higher your calorie intake, and I guess the less aggressive the deficit, so a more conservative deficit, the more likely you will plateau earlier. That's just normal. That's just the way it is because you're more likely to experience um when you experience that reduction of calories expended, you're obviously going to be closer to that mark because you're eating more calories. This is normal. This is fine. But that is why you generally have to then make changes. Whereas someone who went a really aggressive calorie deficit, they're probably going to lose weight faster and faster and faster and plateau less frequently because they've created a larger calorie deficit. But that remember comes at a cost potentially. Um, hungrier, potentially struggle with adherence more so. So there's pros and cons of everything. When trying to lose weight, though, I just really want to drill in that sometimes you need to be a little bit patient. So I did my, doing my challenges. In my challenge, I remember well, three days into the challenge and I had all these messages from people saying, Mark, I haven't lost weight yet. Should I drop my calories? And they were three days into the challenge. So this is where you also need to be realistic. So you haven't plateaued if it's been three days. You just haven't been a deficit long enough. So it takes time. So normally look at around a plateau of being around two to three weeks of no of no um, progress. And sometimes what happens is, let's say you have a big drop on the scale. Week one, you drop a lot. Week two, often, if you've had a big drop the week before, often the next week, it's slow or no drop. 
That doesn't mean you're plateauing. Often then the next week, again, you stick at it, you have another good drop and then it slows down. So this is normal as well. So think of a plateau, not just, oh my God, it's been one week, but two, three, four weeks of um, nothing. Because sometimes just because you don't lose on the scale for one to two weeks, Different things influence the scale. Sometimes if you have your period, obviously, will impact the scale. If you have eaten food that has caused issues like bloating, IBS, or whatever, that's going to impact the scale. Stress, you name it, poor sleep. So sometimes you just need to be patient with the scale and recognize that it's not always going to give you accurate data because of so many other variables. And that's why weighing yourself frequently is a good thing over often just weighing yourself once a week. Then finally, I guess I want to wrap up with when you're trying to diet and near the kind of the end of a cut. This often means obviously you've been dieting for six, eight, 12 weeks, the back end of a cut, and things are starting to plateau. So if you're trying to break through that plateau, you naturally are probably going to have to get your calories slightly lower again. Sometimes a cool thing you can do to help you get through low calorie periods at those final weeks of a cut is to break it down into short periods. So I, I like where I might do three days aggressive deficit for a client and then a one day refeed and then, or a six day aggressive deficit or a deficit and then a one day refeed or a strategy called the Davudis method, which is 11 days of calorie deficit and then a three day refeed. So this is way you can Go aggressive on the lower calorie days, obviously being a really good calorie deficit, and then frequently bring yourself back up to your new TDE. So count for your new TDE off new weight loss and bring yourself up. So this way you can break up the, the rigors of that those final weeks of a cut. So this can be a cool strategy for you to help you get through those final weeks to finish off the, the calorie deficit, get through those tough lower days by bringing yourself up even one day can often have a great positive effect on, I guess, not just um, psychologically, but also physiologically. You can also just increase calories can help your son feel better in the gym and perform a bit better. So guys, that's it. There's me talking for a while. I always feel like when I talk, I hope I don't bore you too much and always think, I hope this is valuable information. But in summary, if you want to break through a fat loss plateau, firstly, understand that it's normal for rate of fat loss to slow down. It's also not something you need to freak out about because you just need to understand that it's not that a calorie deficit doesn't work. It's not that you're broken. It's just that you're beginning to expend less calories, which is lowering your metabolic rate which means your calorie deficit, which once was a calorie deficit, no longer is serving you at the position that you want to be losing weight. So how do you fix that? Understand energy balance. Understand calories in versus calories out. You can increase calories out by doing things like more cardio, more steps, or you can decrease calories in. Both options are great. Some options work better for other people. If you're really busy, sometimes the easiest thing is decreasing calories in because you're busy and it's hard to get more training in. Other people really enjoy doing a bit more training to consume the same amount of food, so they try to expend more calories. Main thing is all is not lost when you're dieting. Fat loss plateaus are normal. So guys, if you want to learn more and you want to, I guess, apply my methods and see why so many of my people around the world use my programs and achieve such amazing results, 
all this stuff is covered in so many of my programs, thing like building a bikini body, the male method, Art of Reverse Dieting does an incredible job of really explaining rate of fat loss or why we put on weight and understanding fat loss. So go invest into those programs as well if you want to learn and then go apply my methods. But guys, that is it for me. I hope you enjoyed that and I hope it is some valuable content for you. So it gives you a bit more confidence that when things slow down, all is not lost. Just make make smart changes. You can do it. Thanks, guys.